0: That's Macaroni Western from the band Los Tsunamis. It appears on their album Amigo Neutron. And it appears on this episode of Monster Kid Radio. With their permission, this is Monster Kid Radio, the podcast devoted to the classic and sometimes not so classic genre cinema of yesteryear. I'm your producer and host, writer Derek M. Cook. This is episode number 92. I want to welcome you to the show. I hope you've enjoyed what we did last week When we talked to Alan Trump At the HP Lovecraft Film Festival And Cthulhu Con. We're going to talk a little bit more About that here in a second But first I want to get through Everything that we do At the beginning of every episode Of Monster Kid Radio And that's to tell you about Our website Over at monsterkidradio.net Now from here You can find everything You need to know about Monster Kid Radio And keep yourself busy Between episodes You can find a link To our Live 365 page Our Flickr album Our YouTube page You can also find a link To our Facebook group And we'll get to Facebook here in a second. You also, if you click on the contact button, will find our email address at monsterkidradio at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail if you have any feedback at 503-479-5MKR. That's 503-479-5657. Okay, I said I'd bring up Facebook again. Now, we've got a Facebook group where you can join and get involved in conversations with other listeners of Monster Kid Radio. But we also have a Facebook page over at Facebook.com slash Monster Kid Radio. Now, if you haven't already done so and you are a user of Facebook, I'm going to ask you to pop over there and like the page. And anytime you see anything, post on the page Please retweet it. And here's why. Facebook has kind of sort of changed their algorithms and the way they do things and their business practices and all that. And even if you like a business or organization on Facebook, you're not necessarily going to see all the posts from that business or organization unless that business or organization forks over some money for advertising. And I get it. Facebook isn't a charity. They got to make some money somehow. But Monster Kid Radio isn't going to be able to contribute to Zuckerberg's bank account. Instead, I'm going to turn to you guys and gals, the listeners, every time we post a new episode on the Facebook page. Please share it, like it, get it out there, help people learn about Monster Kid Radio and the stuff that we love talking about here on the show. I sure would like to get to 300 likes here soon. As of this recording, we are at 279 likes on the Facebook page. And the like is the currency of Facebook. We'd love to get to that 300 mark just to show people that we can. Of course, the real interactivity happens in the group where I've been running a poll. We're starting to look ahead to episode 100 of Monster Kid Radio. How do you think we should celebrate? And we've had a few suggestions, some that I don't think I'm capable or qualified to carry out. Like, I don't know if I could do an interview with like Lugosi via Psychic, but the conversation that resulted from that poll did give me an idea for what we're going to do in episode 100, which actually is coming up here in about four weeks because this is episode 92. Do the math, two episodes a week? Well, you got to figure it out. Anyway, to go back to the call to action I put out there about liking us on Facebook, I'm also going to ask you if you are a user of iTunes and you download Monster Kid Radio that way to give us an honest review in the iTunes store. We're looking for an honest review. I'm not just looking for a handout. And once we get 50 honest reviews in the iTunes store, we're going to launch a Creature from the Black Lagoon spinoff. That's going to be a lot of fun. I've got some content in mind already, but we can't launch the show until we get to 50 honest reviews in the iTunes store. So if you're an iTunes user, I'm going to ask you to help us out. For this episode of Monster Kid Radio, we're going to address an email that I got here on the show, and I'm going to announce what we're going to do for episode 100. And we'll get to that. Well, right after I mentioned this, there is a documentary out there called The Man Who Drew Bug-Eyed Monsters. Now, when I sat in on the drive-in Lovecraft presentation at the Lovecraft Film Festival in Cthulhucon, Alan mentioned this in the middle of his presentation, and I wrote it down quickly. He mentioned that there's a documentary out there about the artist Reynolds Brown, who I didn't know by name, but boy, do I know his work. Turns out Reynolds Brown was an illustrator who did a ton of monster movie and B movie movie posters in the fifties. He did some big Hollywood productions as well, the historical epics and things like that. And his artwork is gorgeous. I mean, we have people like Drew Struzan who worked in the eighties that did amazing work, but there's something, there's a quality to the fifties movies, posters that is just gorgeous. And this documentary, which from what I understand has never been released on DVD, happens to be on youtube somebody put it up on youtube in four parts i'm going to link to part one in the show notes i'm going to recommend that you guys and gals check it out alan big thanks for recommending this or at least mentioning this during your presentation at the lovecraft film festival i've enjoyed watching it and i'm going to try to learn a little bit more about reynold brown because the man's work is gorgeous the guy was a genius and i think more monster kids today need to know that man's name because they certainly already know his work I'm going to go dig up the email that I'm going to read here on the show. While I'm doing that, I'll let you listen to this. From a world beyond our own, come the forces of nature unleashed. Dai kaiju Attack, the serialized giant monster story. Presented free every week on DaikaijuAttack.com and S.D. Sullivan. Become a member of the Daikaiju Attack Group on Facebook. Join the action today. Hi, this is Ruby. And I'm Hater. And we host the Mimiverse Bonfire Podcast. A podcast based on Christopher R. Mim, a Minnesota filmmaker who's got eight films under his belt, soon to be nine. And they're all 1950s style black and white movies. The podcast revolves around actors, the making of the films, and various other little fun bits. And technicians. <laughs> you can find us at Saint euphoriacom Or like us on Facebook. That would be the Mimiverse Bonfire Podcast. Hope you tune in. We received an email from Toppy Smelly. He's the man behind... The Smellcast, it's a podcast you can find over at smellcast.wordpress.com, and he wrote in with this. Hi Derek, I am brand new to Monster Kid Radio and have been really enjoying your podcast since episode 70. What a delight to find you and be able to enjoy all these episodes that are filled with your obvious love and affection for the old monster movie classics and not-so-classics. I have particularly enjoyed Argo Man and the Santos episodes, a genre I'm not too familiar with but was happy to learn about. I seem to recall a character out of Japan very much like these guys and of the same era, but I'll be damned if I can remember what he was called. You know, I'll have to do a little bit more research, some more digging, but if we're thinking 60s, 70s, Japan, I'm I'm not really sure. My exposure to Japanese monster kid culture, if such a thing could really be said to have existed, is not as deep as my exposure to it here in the States. I'm actually a relatively newcomer to a lot of the Japanese monster stuff. In fact, it was just a few years ago when I watched King Kong vs. Godzilla for the very first time, and it was actually the first kaiju film that I saw start to finish in one sitting. I was actually seeing it in the theater. Uh, Tom Bigler was there. He's been on the show. And Scott Morris, he's been on the show. I was He was there at the theater as well when I got to see that. I actually talked a little bit about this in the article that I wrote for Scary Monsters Magazine not too long ago, Monster Kids with Microphones. But if I stumble across that, I'd be happy to talk about it here on the show. Anyway, back to his email. I think what most inspired me to write you was episode 84 and your response to blogger Vanessa Crystal's viewing of Creature from the Black Lagoon. While I am new to Monster Kid Radio, I've been listening to podcasts for five or six years now, and I've heard many podcasters disagree with others before, often, unfortunately, in very ugly and disrespectful ways. As I'm sure you are aware, the anonymous internet is filled with comments and criticism that are all too often infused with snark and downright hateful witticisms. I was so very much impressed with your recent tempered and very respectful response to Crystal, the blogger who just didn't dig the creature. It was a lesson in how to vehemently disagree with someone in a public space, and do it with civility, clear evidence, and even charm. My hat is off to you. I wish other podcasters would take a lesson from you. Thank you, Toppy. I appreciate that, and I want to touch on that here in a second. Let me finish up your email. My warm fondness for the movies monster kid radio covers was born of the Saturday monster movie matinee. A what did you call them? I forget now, but it was one of those local TV channels that played a monster movie with an introduction from a creepy host. This one was out of Syracuse, New York, and I tuned in every Saturday and wow, did they edit the hell out of their movies to fit it in sometimes in just an hour before a sports show or whatever else they were killing time for. I was also enjoying the ABC TV soap, dark shadows during its original run. You're doing excellent work. Please know that I am a new Monster Kid Radio superfan. Signed, Toppy Smelly from the Finger Lake region of New York State. So that's the horror host phenomenon that you're talking about. Have a host on TV, introduce a movie, but I can't imagine cutting a feature-length film down to an hour to fit into an hour block, even taking commercials into consideration. I mean, that's got to be a much smaller Chunk of time to fill than a feature film. Well, normally it's a two-hour block that you have to stretch out with host segments and that sort of thing. I'm really good friends with horror host Dr. Gain Green, and I really respect what he does, and I respect what all the horror hosts do. I'm a huge horror host fan. I actually find myself wishing that there was more horror host content on television on a regular basis where I'm at, like some sort of on-demand offering that I can get on my TV but I can get it online. If I go over to creepycastle.com, and that's creepy with a K and castle with a K.com, they have streaming horror host programming 24 7 with the chat room, and it's horror hosts from all across the country. So you can go over there, check out what they've got going at any time, and they also do a podcast once a week. They put out a show through Blog Talk Radio. You can find out about that, again, over at the website, creepycastle.com. There will be a link in the show notes. The cats over there don't know that I'm talking about it on this episode of Monster Kid Radio. Totally unsolicited, but highly recommended as far as I'm concerned. All right, so to talk a little bit more about Vanessa Crystal and her review of Creature from the Black Lagoon. Now, this was something that I addressed in the very first Monster Kid tutorial back in episode 84. This happened on March 27th. You can find it over at monsterkidradio.net or in the iTunes store. She was not very fond of the Creature from the Black Lagoon, had some comments about the film that weren't necessarily favorable of what is my favorite movie of all time. And you're right, Smelly, it can sometimes be real easy to just kind of slip into a very angry, knee-jerk reaction type of mindset when somebody starts talking about a movie that you love so much in a negative way. And I didn't want to do that. Specifically, I didn't want to do that to Vanessa because, I mean, there's part of her that's like us. I mean, she loves Dracula, and she loves The Thin Man, which I know isn't a monster movie, but I love The Thin Man myself, so I kind of felt a little bit of kinship towards her, even though she hated my movie and made it pretty clear as to why. I disagreed with her significantly, but I wasn't angry. I was just sad. I was sad that she wasn't able to put aside whatever preconceptions she had. She couldn't put away her snarkiness. She couldn't put away her desire to I don't know, have an audience and put on a show while talking about and reviewing this movie. And I get it. I mean, I have reviewed zombie movies for five years on Mail Order Zombie when I did that podcast. And on that show, I was putting on a show. I was a character, for crying out loud. I was Brother D. So I get it. But again, I didn't necessarily want to just trash Vanessa. I wanted to encourage her to maybe go back and watch the movie from a different point of view, with a different mindset, perhaps. Now, it was pointed out to me that this wasn't a recent review. When I saw that it was released on January 5th on YouTube, I immediately thought it was something earlier this year. This was actually from January 5th, 2013, and I think Rich Chamberlain was the one who pointed that out. He's been on the show in the past, and I'm going to have him on the show in the future. So thanks for putting that out. And I was talking to Steve Sullivan, again, frequent guest on Monster Kid Radio, and he made a point that you don't want to discourage monster girls. You don't want to just... Go after somebody, especially somebody of the opposite sex, which I saw happen in Vanessa's case on a message board that I'm part of. You don't want to see that happen just because she's a girl that didn't like the movie that you like. You just don't. It's not right. It's not respectful. And Vanessa seemed to appreciate my approach. She actually left a comment on monsterkidradio.net. Hey, Vanessa Crystal here. I'm in the middle of listening to your podcast, and I'm absolutely loving it so far. Maybe we could collaborate on something in the future. I'd love to work with you. I think we could have a pretty healthy discussion about this film in particular. I love it when people disagree with me and vice versa because it gets a healthy conversation going. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion after all. Thanks for featuring me on your podcast. She also then posted about this over on her blog as well. That would not have happened, or at least wouldn't have happened in the same spirit if I had just started calling her names and went after her. I think it's really important to remember, especially since some people might consider us weird for liking these movies anyway, that you don't want to ostracize anybody. You don't want to go after anybody, and I mean we're all just fans of these classic movies anyway. She loves Dracula. Hell, I'd talk about Dracula with her at any point. I don't know if I want to talk about Creature, but I definitely would like to talk about Dracula with her down the line. Something else you mentioned in your email, and I mentioned Stephen E. Sullivan, so I have to address it. Dark Shadows. Stephen is a huge Dark Shadows fan, loves that series. What I've been able to see, I really enjoy. I'd love to get my hands on the box set of that series, but it's quite pricey. And rightly so. It's like 250 discs or something, but I'd love to get the entire run so I could work my way through it. I've loved what I've seen so far. But Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, the streaming options don't have every episode available, so I've had to skip big chunks of it, unfortunately. Oh, it's not like I don't have enough movies to keep myself busy anyway. Thank you for writing in, Toppy. I really appreciate it. And if anybody else wants to write in and leave us some feedback for a future episode of Monster Kid Radio, do what he did and email me at monsterkidradio at gmail.com. Okay, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we are getting close to 100 episodes of Monster Kid Radio. That's eight episodes from now. This is episode 92. We're looking forward to what we're going to do in episode 100. And you guys and gals are going to help us generate that content because we are going to create our list of the top 100 classic movie monsters as determined by the listenership of Monster Kid Radio. Now, I've created a form. Go over to tinyurl.com slash monsterkid100. That's monsterkid and then 100. It's going to take you to the Google form where you would put in your top 10 favorite classic movie monsters. I've got all the fine print on there, like the cutoff here being 1970. Anything post-1970, we're really not going to consider a classic, and I know as we get into the late 60s, it's really kind of hard to consider it a classic as well, at least in terms of what we do here on Monster Kid Radio, but for this we're using 1970 as our cutoff point. Additionally, some classic movie monsters have appeared in more than one film. For example, Dracula appeared in a number of Universal Dracula films, but for the purposes of what we're doing here, that's just going to be one entry. Dracula, that's it. However, Hammer's Dracula is a different character because it's a different take, different franchise, that sort of thing. And as I point out on the form as well, Godzilla is Godzilla. doesn't matter which film he's in. I know he does die a couple of times in the franchise, but he's just always going to be Godzilla. Anyway, head over to tinyurl.com slash monsterkid100 and put in your top ten favorite classic movie monsters. I will tally up the results. And then on episode 100, we are going to reveal the list of all 100 favorite classic movie monsters. Can we get to 100? Well, with you guys and gals' help, I think we can. Also, I'm going to ask you to put your name and your email address on this form, and here's why. I'm not going to spam you. I'm not going to do anything with your email address. I just want to be able to follow up with you if I have any questions about what Dracula, for example, you're referring to, what film you're referring to, that sort of thing. Additionally, I'm going to put together a prize package, and we're going to have a drawing on episode 100. You're going to win a prize if your name is drawn from what I call the magic Lovecraft hat on episode 100. I can tell you right now that one of the prizes in the prize package is a Blu-ray of white zombie unopened. And it's a really nice version of this film. So that's going to be in there. That's up for grabs. And if I can come up with anything else to put in the prize package, well, we'll throw that in the mix as well. Again, tinyurl.com slash monsterkid100 or follow the link in the show notes. And let's put a deadline on this of May 14th, 2014. That'll give me enough time to tabulate the results and get it ready for the release of episode 100. Also, bonus points, May 14th happens to be George Lucas's birthday. No, his movies aren't eligible, but you know, just something that I've always remembered since childhood. I'm looking forward to see what comes out on top. I'm going to throw my own in as well because I am a listener of the show even though I produce it. And you know what's going to be in my top slot. But let me say this, since everybody knows that Creature is my favorite film, I would say that the Gill Man, the evolution of the Gill Man, the second version of the Gill Man, would be considered a different character or different monster than the original Gilman. If you've seen The Creature Walks Among Us, you know what I'm referring to. So yeah, I would consider that a second monster. If that is in your top ten, it might be. It's not in mine, but it might be in yours. Let me know by going over to the forum. Filling it out again, May 14th is the deadline. I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode of Monster Kid Radio. Thank you for the feedback. Thank you for the support. And I want to thank you in advance for coming back next week. It looks like next week we're going to have the recording with Ray Jelinek about the 1970s alien martial arts film Inframan. That's going to be a lot of fun. I had a blast talking about that movie with Ray Again, I know it's a little bit outside the Monster Kid Radio wheelhouse being from the mid-70s, but you know what? I think it definitely counts. There's a giant monster in it, so why not? Also, I think next week we're going to start talking about the Godzilla Blu-rays that are coming out from Sony. I mentioned these before. Four two-disc sets, a total of eight Godzilla movies. These are from the early 90s to, I believe, the mid-2000s, but Godzilla always has a home on Monster Kid Radio, regardless of of the year and remember we've got that monster kid radio crash for the original godzilla coming up over at the hollywood theater may 5th they have not yet announced times, but as soon as they do i'll update the facebook page with the event and i'll mention it here on monster kid radio monster kid radio is a registered service mark of monster kid radio llc all original content of monster kid radio by monster kid radio llc is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0 unported license. That, of course, does not apply to the song Macaroni Western. It appears on this episode of Monster Kid Radio by the permission of the band Los Tsunamis. You can find it on their album, Amigo Neutron. You can find them over at their website, lostsunamis.bandcamp.com. And I hope to find you guys and gals here next week.